Welcome to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Joel Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Hey, welcome to the River Roundtable and uh, Pastor Lou, River Church, and I'll let these guys introduce themselves. Some crazy guy who we used to be in the Army. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> LT. Define <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, believe in freedom, liberty. Yeah. Um, no. That's got to be a dysphoria of some kind. Yes, exactly. A pursuit of happiness. Pers- Pursuit of happiness, <laughs> life, liberty, and all of that. Yes. Hey, Pastor Andrew here. I've been reading my... Paffer? Paffer? Paffer. Reading, you know, the... English. I, I love the old the old lettering with the S's that look like F's. <laughs> the perfoot. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome online today here. Yeah. Starting out with a little joy because you got to have something you got to have something yes you do with what's going on joy, in the world today you don't have joy then oh, especially maybe. in Oregon it is uh, so okay fine i'll give you guys some joy we got our uh for constitutional carry Amen. we got our uh 1000 signatures in actually I we turned that. in 1345 signatures on wednesday well done and uh so 10 days for the Secretary of State to do some counting and then 10 more days for the Attorney General to give us a ballot title and, uh, you know, Lord willing and the river don't rise. Mm-hmm. We'll be at a signature gathering for the uh, the main hall, which will probably be in the neighborhood of 200,000 signatures by the time we're done. Yes. Uh, starting in May, maybe mid-May, maybe early May if we're, if we're seriously lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny as there was... Yeah. There was... Uh, there was some some people that commented on our our Easter event. They they created a, a Reddit thread on it. Oh yeah, for last weekend. Yeah, and and uh, your booth was part of the topic of discussion. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, we had some Antifa people show up ahead of time. And then how they did tried how to did dis- my booth? <laughs> well, because had a mega because hat. it's the yeah because it was the river it was the river <laughs> church we had we had Antifa show up early and they tried to uh, sow dissent with all thirty seven comments. Yes. <laughs> so, so there was a, uh, there was two, by the way, yeah. hats. Yes. That said that there were Trump flags too. Yes. In the booth. Yeah. That was, and there that, was, was that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was, uh, cause you know, the Republican, there was also cheesecake. Nominee. There was cheesecake. There was also uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs. And, yeah, and they, there was and they a lot talk, of food. Was, they Hispanic talk. food and <laughs> Texas Twinkies. Yeah, uh, and they, Texas. Yeah, but they didn't mention any of that. No. Yeah, and then and then it all ended with someone said, "Well, I went and I had a great time." And then they then <laughs> that comment got deleted. And then that comment was, of course, <laughs> they only the moderators the nuked comments. that one. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I have so a, enough dissension. Yeah, I have a Reddit uh, account. Yeah. Okay, I never say anything on Reddit though. Yeah, no, I, I don't say troll. anything. I just troll. I just, I just troll. <laughs> I troll the Reddit. Yeah. Scene. Yep. I just <laughs> peruse the comments and you know they're super excited about ranked choice voting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about either. Mm-hmm. Well, they have um, just so you know what we have going on here today is at yeah. one o'clock oh, yeah. at Willamette they're doing a uh, a what is that the the school board school board. Yeah, uh, candidates, candidates, candidates or debate. Mm-hmm. Is it a debate? Is it? I don't think so. No, it's not really a debate because they're not allowed to. They've already got canned answers that've been handed out of what yeah, it is. All the questions you, all are the in questions advance. Are in advance. Mm. Candidates can't question each other. Nope, they can't question one another. Nor can they, you know, deviate from the questions that are going to be asked. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, it, listen. I, I don't know why you still have your kids in public school. Right. Yeah. Come on, Pastor. Yes. I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying I, I there's in Oregon, they're so far out of whack. Yeah. You know, I can't speak for other states. Just on in, in terms of how you they teach children what they teach and the educational standards. 
Um, well, if they taught reading, writing, and arithmetic, we're, we are the worst state in the union when yes. it comes to um, testing. Mm -hmm. We're the worst. Yep. There's no one better than, there's no one worser than we are. Yes, because we're, we're testing worst. is racist. Didn't you know that? Yeah. Well, they still do it, though. Yeah, but they still do the testing. <laughs> Math is racist. No, yeah. they still do the English, testing. English yep. is racist. Yeah. Science is racist. So, you know. Well, yeah. Well, I could get into that, too. Five. I watched a video the other day. I watched a video the other day where they were arguing the fact that you can tell the the gender of a person by their bones. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And the argument was you had an atheist teacher saying, you, you can only tell whether they're male or female because because of the bones and the hip shape and how the bone structure and everything else. You can yes. tell whether they're male or female. And the argument from all the students were, you don't know how they were identifying themselves at the time of their death, so you can't determine <laughs> by their bones whether they're male or female because you don't know what they were identifying themselves as. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Mm -hmm. And the teacher is like, what are you talking about? And he's an atheist. He's not even, the guy was, didn't even claim to be a Christian or anything mm -hmm. else. He was just going off of science. Yeah. But now science has moved into feeling and emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And projection. Well, maybe they identified themselves as a Xur. How do you know? What, what exactly is the bone structure of a Xur? Um, it's similar to a Zim. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Just clear or, that or up. Thank you. And it's right next to a zat. Yes. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Which is short for was that? Was that? <laughs> was that? Was that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now. There's only two genders, and there's male and female. Yeah. And that's what God said in the beginning. And the attack yes. is on Judeo-Christian beliefs. Right. Of what it is that is called male and female. Yeah. Um, because if you remove that, then you can you can question who God is, because it is God that created both male and female and the purpose thereof. Yep. And a male cannot give birth right. to a baby. I don't care. If you don't have the right equipment, you don't give mm -hmm. birth to a baby. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and you go, that's sexist. Actually, it's not. It's the truth. It's how it is. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't. You can argue all you want, you know. And, and you know the famous qu quotations now is, is, "What is the definition of a woman?" Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing that the attack is on women. Yet, where's women's lib in all of this? Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm going to go on. Amen. So I've got a lot in me because I haven't been on the program for two weeks, and I really appreciate you filling in, Joel, and doing what you've done. And then last week we had to do a rerun because all, yep. none of us were available. Yeah. But I really do appreciate you know you stepping in when you can because I still have to do pastoral duties, mm -hmm. and I'm not always available as much as I want to be. Well, you're welcome. And so thank you so I much. I yeah. greatly appreciate and, uh, it. Yeah. Everybody should go back and watch that show uh, two weeks ago yeah. that we had with uh, with Ed Deal, yeah. especially oh, yeah. the parts about him, because uh, he mentioned again on on Twitter uh, on House Bill 2002. We talked some details yeah. on. Actually, that. we're going to watch a video today on that. And uh, yeah, and so more to come on that diabolical piece of paper. So mm. I'm going to go back to this uh, school board thing. Yeah, so that right you here. can understand the questions that are being asked that qualifies you for a candidate for the school board. Yep. And the first one is the normal question where you ask about who you are mm -hmm. and, you know, why you're doing that, why you're doing what you're doing, which is fine. And then we get into the two-minute question. You have two minutes to respond. In your opinion, how should our school district and school board Discipline official school board members, staff members, educators, and administrators who openly display hateful behavior or beliefs towards historically marginalized communities such as LGBTQA plus communities, blacks, indigenous, immigrant, and disabled community while off or on their professional role. So whether you're in session or in your private life mm -hmm. it's like they made a statement with their question that takes two minutes just to read right <laughs> yeah and your time's up yeah. for example openly opposing black lives matter sharing homophobic ideas 
or slurs during the work time or per per personal social media. I'm not even kidding. That's all still the same question. Yeah, this yes, is all the same question. And, and what can <laughs> our district and school board do to prevent these behaviors? Well, obviously, we can cancel you. <laughs> if you oppose Black Lives Matter. Oh, wow. Or yeah. say anything about... They've embezzled over $14 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Do you support... Now, this is the next question. Do yeah. you support LGBT, LGBTQTA plus? I, they added so many things. What the things heck is a plus for? That's what it, I want whatever, whatever else is just, left. Just like whatever you want to add. Whatever you want to add. Mm -hmm. Right? Affirming yeah. policies passed no, by the Salem-Kaiser School District in 2023... And if so, how else will you use your role as an elected official to support these students and staff? And you have to talk for two minutes. You have to talk for two minutes about your belief <laughs> in that area. Then you have um, understanding. Um, what is your understanding of the school to prison and deportation pipeline? Hmm. What is your understanding of restorative, restorative justice for, with bullying? I'm, I'm telling you, it's longer. It's longer than all of this. They, they believe so, in bullying. There's so much of this. They, all they're doing is making statements about their platform. It yes. has nothing to do with the individuals that are running it. No, it has nothing to do with them. And then it goes on in, in the last question here because the other one, it just comes down to the same thing. It's the same questions over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And then in seven, it's it's the last question here is: Can you use examples of how you've shown up for students who engage in advocacy and in the school district, whether through protests? or during school board meetings you and if elected screaming at yeah and, and if elected how will you use your position and power to ensure students are safe when engaging in advocacy you mean you mean the 20 students that followed a friend of mine to his house because he lives near the area and literally stood on his front lawn screaming epitaphs at him yeah. You mean like that advocacy? Yeah. Are you going to yeah. join? Okay. No, are you going to join them? a lawsuit going No, on, are you right? going to join yeah. them? Very good. Yeah. Are you going to join them? That's what the question behavior. is. Yeah. yeah. As a teacher. No, as a school board. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you going to join them? Board How have you engaged in this? <laughs> None of this has anything. If I was running for school board, it'd be a real simple answer for me. This has nothing to do with me as a school board member. This is a parent issue. Parents determine what the child believes in this area, not me as a school board member. All I'm going to do is advocate for reading, writing, and arithmetic so that your child can pass school and get a degree and work, go into the workforce and have a job yeah. and live life. Yeah. And maybe not even have a degree. Maybe <clears throat> just you know, pick up a trade. Yeah. Yeah. And not do have a, actual you work. know several hundred thousand dollars in debt and actually be a productive member of society. Did I say and have a, or, yeah, and have, and have a bachelor <laughs> and have a bachelor's degree in yelling at people. Yes. Yeah. Restorative justice. Restorative justice. Yeah. <laughs> it's such garbage. Honestly, this there. That's our, that's all yeah. the questions. Nothing, nothing in here about how are you going to make the school district better so that our students aren't the worst students in the, in the United States. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing in there. It's all social justice. In a, all of it. Have you heard about the lawsuit against uh, Salem Kaiser School District? I have mm -hmm. not. So I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things I haven't heard. There's too a, much. There's there's a little. Uh, here's a detail from it. Uh, in the la they did a survey of 1,200 uh, employees, and uh, I'm, you guys are going to have to check me on this one. But if I remember right, it is about 50 percent of the people that were surveyed had had a violent encounter, assault type of encounter with a student in the previous year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which gets us to students, the, the teachers have to wear, question. Yeah, students have to, or teachers have to wear bike guards. Yes. And that's for elementary students. That's for they elementary have, students. And, and they requested thicker ones. Thicker, yes. Yeah, thicker ones. Thicker bite guards because yeah. the children are biting so hard they're getting through. Yeah, that's the look right there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> They're biting through the bite the uh, the standard issue bite, bite guard right okay and injuring you know teachers yeah um so I'm just gonna go on this one for a moment I was in jury duty and uh, last week mm -hmm. and the uh, the case that I was on 
that I was sitting through uh, was revealed because a, a student resource officer uh, interviewed a student, okay, because she had obvious cutting marks on her arms. Mm-hmm. That then led to this whole case that I sat through, okay? But without that man in, in being involved, without that officer being involved in starting what eventually became a very serious felony case, okay, of child abuse on, against two children, young children, mm. nine and 10 years old, uh, at the time they were uh, abused, it would have never come to light, okay? Um, none of the teachers that... None of the teachers around this this ch- student said anything. None of the administrators. Okay, the only one that actually was willing to you know be involved and get involved was the student resource officer. Yeah. Okay. And so that was how that case really got started. And uh, you know, I won't belabor the details because there's still more stuff going on, like sentencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what that what that goes into, and then and this mm-hmm. the school resource officer ties directly into the violence that's coming against the students. So that's also. one of the questions in there, are just so you know. Yeah, is are you okay with there being police officers on campus if the students aren't okay with it? Don't want it. Yeah, yeah. just because a, because a kid does not want to get in trouble for bad behavior, are you going to allow them to do that? Absolutely not. Why do you think that they don't want this the student resource officers yeah. there? We don't want it's accountability because they want to misbehave. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't want accountability at all. Yeah, that sounds like the Biden administration. Yeah, Jeez. <clears throat> yeah. No, there, there's just some things that you know. It's just it's just foolishness. Yeah. Um. When you when you've removed uh, a teacher's ability to have any discipline um, discipline with the children, and then beyond that, you you then you end up having to have a, a school resource officer because of the ensuing violence, whether it's against teachers or with other students, because it happens all the time, right. right? With the teachers, I couldn't believe the numbers. Uh, oh, yeah. um, uh, Dr. Satya was talking about mm-hmm. of the, the numbers of assaults on teachers. Yeah, it's an amazing And, and it's hidden. The school district no, is hiding this garbage. Yeah. And, and not releasing information. Well, yeah, their, the superintendent their, was hiding it from the school board for yeah. almost a year. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so, and then, and then to have them come with this type of nonsense, you know, uh, what do they, what do they think they're going to get away with? What they're, they're going to end up doing is, is that flies. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it's going. Well, yeah, well, it's 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 going towards a, a place of oh well, you you obviously as a parent don't know what you're doing, and so this right. this completely needs to be the government's role, right. right? I mean, that's what they're already with this new wicked, uh, vile thing that they they push through ways and means and into um, out of committee just like that in the Oregon. Um, Legislature, legislature, House Bill two thousand two, re- yeah. regarding you know, uh, and and they're saying that it's just codifying what's already being done. Yeah, that's what they're oh, saying. So it is, it is currently legal for a ten year old to go get an abortion <laughs> without parental consent. Yeah, and they're just, they're just gonna. It's already yeah, happening should, right now. You say that slower and louder. A ten-year-old. Yeah, but we have yes. this video. Let's watch this video yeah, the, of the legislation that. because even the Democratic uh, people are are befuddled, are gasped by it. They don't know how to respond. Yeah, and and they don't know how to respond to the question. You hear you hear no, yes, yo, no, yes, no, yes from the Democratic side. They don't even know how to respond to this, but yet they. Pushed it through and passed it. I'm going to get into that also in a second. Go ahead and let's watch that and listen to that. You can listen to it online and then on. Here it said no. Yes. No. Did you? They don't know how to respond. Thought it was removed. Did you hear that? Yeah. Of any age. Yes. Any age. Any age. Huh? Yeah. Lost something. Yeah. You have your you have your little thing up there. Yeah. Okay. Turn that up. Just going to keep on repeating it. Well, uh, she said any age. Any she didn't age. say 10. No, she said any age. She said any age. So let me ask you this question. We're going to talk about this for a second. Mm-hmm. If a, a minor goes into a tattoo shop and says, I want a tattoo of my dog's rear end on my forehead, mm-hmm. a minor, mm-hmm. can a tattoo artist do that without talking to the parents and no. without parent approval? No. 
Why? Why can't they do that? Because it's permanent. Because it's permanent. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. It is permanent. So a child can't go get a tattoo, but they can get a sex change. Because in Michigan, they just passed a bill that if your child wants a sex change or anything that is transgender or hormone alternative and you don't do allow them as a parent, then the child is removed from your house because you're a bad parent. They just passed that in Michigan. Yes. That's the Canadian law. And so this is what's moving into here. They're doing the same thing. This is the precursor to it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so therefore you can get a sex change without parental or hormones without parental. You can get an abortion without parental. Yes. But you can't get a tattoo. Or you can't vape. <clears throat> or you can't vape. Same Democrats. Or buy cigarettes. Same Democrats in, in the Oregon legislature do not want people under the age of 18 to be able to vape. Yeah. Because it's so dangerous. Because it's because too it, dangerous. No, it creates permanent damage. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's because it creates permanent damage. <clears throat> we can't allow <clears throat> minors to do that. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse <Yeah>. me. <laughs> We're both there. And so, so as a result, I mean, but honestly, how, how dumb can people be and still breathe? Yeah. You can't get a tattoo because it's permanent, but you can get an abortion, which is permanent. But you can get top surgery because it's permanent. Yeah. But you can't, underage. Yes, underage. You can have Under your this law. Yeah, you can have all of the membranes removed so that you can have a full mastectomy. Yes, yes. but you but you can't get a tattoo. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're it's just one. It comes down to once again an attack on the morality and also the parental and child relationship that is out there. Yeah. And parents, I'm sorry, <clears throat> parents need to remove the blinders from their eyes and not worry about hurting your child's feelings. Right. Yeah. Your you are not, not I'm going to speak to parents for a second. You're not their friend. Yep. You're their parent. And there's going to you're going to do turn the burner on and let them just repeatedly burn themselves because they that's something that they enjoy. What are you going to do? Give them a knife and let them kill the animals in your house because that's something they enjoy to do. Where do you draw the line of what is wrong and what is right? And you, well, there's their feelings. Well, man, if I went off of my six-year-old feelings all day long, I'd be wearing a tutu. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And putting on makeup. Well, what's wrong with that? It's not right because I'm not teaching my daughter what a man is and what a man is not when I'm doing all of those things. I have to teach her that this is what a man does. A man protects and provides. Yes, I support her emotionally. When she's crying, I hold her and I comfort her and I cry with her at times. But I don't, but I don't misunderstand my role as the male in the house. And my wife doesn't misrepresent her role as a female in the house. Nope. And you're saying, well, that's old school sexist. It's not. It's actually very healthy. And it's been proven that children that are underneath that come out much healthier in life because they understand who they are. We have thousands and thousands of years of empirical evidence that a two-parent family yeah. succeeds in raising healthy, productive yeah. children <laughs> and... You know, it's only in the last 50, 60 years we've decided that, nope, that's no good. As, as a, let me ask you this. As a minor, can you go get ear piercings without parental permission? No, no. No. But you can have a sex change. You can have an abortion. Do you understand the stupidity of all of this? That it comes down to this, and I'm, I'm really, be honest with you, I'm pretty infuriated. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty infuriated that I am having a law forced on me that I cannot and will not ever get behind. Right. Right. Nope. I'm not going to do it. The, the, the medical profession is underneath such scrutiny that if they speak anything against transgenderism right now right. at all, that they have their licenses removed so they can't actually address the dysphoria that is involved yep. in this.
Now we have a whole slew of people that are coming out that had the sex change, that had all of that, that are saying that's the worst decision they ever made, and they felt pressured into it by the community that they were involved in and didn't want to do it, but they felt like if they didn't, they would never fit in. And you're playing to the insecurity of children, which is evil. When you attack the most, this is. I'm sorry, I haven't spoken in two weeks, and it's just built up in me. When you when you uh, take the uh, the most vulnerable in society, uh, uh, you know, as your primary victims, uh, I need to stop scrolling Twitter. This is horrific. Mm. Um, (laughs) You know, you just, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I saw last week too. Was was vulnerable vulnerable kids taken advantage of by uh, a predator? Okay. And this is the this is the same thing, by yeah, the way. It is okay. Right. It's yeah. finding kids who have uh, who have issues, right. okay, who have trouble, who have trouble. They're struggling to to blend in or or, or to find friend, friends or fit in. Okay, go find whoever is in your school, okay, who has the who has the who's the outcast, okay, and go give them a hug. Just go give them a hug. Go go lo- go love on them, okay. Tell them they're loved. Tell them yeah. you're tell Shake them you're their either friends, and it's not any. It is huge in the in the mind of a of a twelve year old, thirteen year old who remembers thirteen, and that was a fun age, right? Mm. Okay, we all enjoyed thirteen, right? You know, one arm was longer than the other, you know. Okay, for some of you, all right, you know, you know. I had I had a friend of mine in uh, in in middle school who grew eight inches wow. in the summer between sixth and seventh grade, okay? And he was shoulders taller than everyone else, all right? And guess what? His nickname was instantly Lurch, okay? Because we were of that generation, all right? And he was, was, you know, picked on and so on and so forth. All of us, and and then everybody piled on. And by the time it was done, it was just me and him who were friends, okay? Because that's the way some some kids go. And everybody wants to go with the, the numbers. Mm. So, uh, you know, find all those kids who are vulnerable, okay? And go give them a hug. Love on them. Yeah. All right? Don't don't try to change their physiology and and nuke them with horrible hormones that in their youth are going to affect them for the rest and of their life. Put them on as, permanent brain-altering drugs at the same time in the middle of puberty. Yeah, no. No, right? no, no. It's a transition. Yeah, no. Okay? Growing yeah. up... Growing Shoot. up is a process. It's not done in one step, right. in one day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like like it could take you fifty years. Yes. <laughs> Some of us are still working on it. Yeah. Yep. No, seriously, you never stop growing up. Yes. Yeah. You never. You never stop. You never stop the process of figuring out who you are and who yep. those that are around you are. Yeah. And that's that's the stupid thing is everybody's like, I'm gonna find out who I am. Well, you know what? That's a lifetime achievement. Mm. Yep. Right. Because you, even even as you grow older, you go through hormonal change and you have to learn yourself all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where a lot of people get divorced because all of a sudden their spouse changed. And instead of loving the person, they, they love the idea of being married, but they don't really love the person. You love the person, you're committed no matter what. Because love has nothing to do with the feeling. This is the whole thing is, is that we've lost honor, integrity, loyalty, all of those things out of our community. Mm. It's not seen. We don't have the honor and the loyalty that we used to have. Yeah. We, we've, we've switched honor to a feeling, and it's not a feeling. Yeah. It's a decision that you make. A loyalty is a decision that you make that you're going to be loyal no matter how somebody treats you. I don't care how anybody treats me. I'm going to love them no matter what because I choose to do that. Amen. And, and in our church, it comes down to this. I don't care how you walk in, and I literally mean that. I don't care what you believe. I don't care what lifestyle you're living you're going to get loved on. Yeah. You're not going to be condemned and you're not going to be judged, but I will not compromise the word of God. Right. Because I'm more loyal to God and I want to honor the Lord for what he's done for me. And I'm going to make this very clear. I wasn't raised in churchianity or religiosity. Mm-hmm. My morality came because I sat on a park bench ready to commit suicide because I lived all of the life minus the homosexual lifestyle. Right. right. I lived a life. And it brought me to an end of destruction where I wanted to end my life because all I saw was death around me. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't see any hope in anything. And I sat on a park bench. I didn't choose Christ. Christ chose me. He said, I love you. I still love you. Come back to me. 
And I've followed the Lord ever since, and I've been chasing his love ever since. And so it comes down to this. What we're missing in our community is that love your neighbor as you love yourself, where we're there to honor one another. So you're dealing with some things in your life. It isn't that you walk into the River Church, you're going to be loved in whatever lifestyle you live. I don't care. But as soon as you start to put it on me that I have to live a certain way so that you accept me, we've got a problem because I can love you in whatever lifestyle you are. I'm not threatened. Yep. And I'm not going to try to put on you. I'll present the gospel. You can present your argument. But as soon as you tell me because I don't agree with you, then I'm a racist. Or a homophobe. Or a homophobe. Or a bigot. That's not true. Free, whatever, yeah. That is absolutely, you don't know my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't know the people that I've worked with in my life and the people that have I have had around me. Yeah. And the people that I right now interact with and who I'm around. You don't know me. You have stereotyped the body of Christ as a certain way, but the true believers in Christ Jesus, they love people. They love every type of people that they are. Amen. And not to bring them to just say, you know what, you've got to, listen, you've got to receive Jesus to go to heaven. You don't want to go to heaven, still going to love you. That's, I'm not going to discount you in life. Amen. That's Amen. the truth. Sorry. Amen. And so understand, we have, we have got a, integrity is a lot, my wife just said it, integrity is a lost thing in our society. Yep. It's lost because now I've got to I've got to live according to everybody else's feelings. Sorry, not doing it. And that's what makes me makes people so upset with me because I will not compromise. I, I have I've had too much to say. I've, I've, you know, two weeks is not good for me. <laughs> it's OK. I, I, I mean, I, I can feel myself all day yesterday just filling up with stuff and it isn't anger and it isn't hatred or any of those things. My heart is genuinely broken. I've been crying for a week over our community. Mm. And even now I can feel it welling up in me because there's so many people that are so broken. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so broken. You know, we did the Easter festival uh, at the Capitol. We had close to 10,000 people there. Yeah, it was amazing. It's probably, the, I don't know when the last time the Capitol Mall has seen anywhere from eight to 10,000 people at it. The, uh, the Big Timber Unity Rally uh, a couple of years ago was like 1,500. Yeah. That was the biggest one since. And so we, we filled mm -hmm. the Capitol Mall with people. It was. And gave away stuff and loved yeah. on our community and everything else. And, you know, 50 people didn't like what was going on, but you had, you know, close to 10,000 people that did. Why? They were just being loved on. Amen. Yep. We weren't pushing any agenda at all other than loving. It gave the opportunity for people to receive Jesus. You weren't forced. No. People weren't forced to stand in line. You weren't forced to pray a prayer. You weren't forced to stay there. You weren't. People weren't forced to do anything. We didn't charge for anything. Mm -hmm. We need to be the community that loves one another here. Amen. Yep. Stop trying to divide people against people. There's no integrity in it. There's no integrity in it. Some of my best friends, my, my spiritual mom is black. Mm -hmm. So don't sit there and tell me I'm she a racist. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not. She, yeah. it, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous in all these things. Yeah, I have, believe it or not, people online, I have people in my life that live a homosexual life and they come to church just to get a hug from me because they said it's a, it, it, they've never had a man hug them like that that didn't have an agenda. Yep. Praise God. Mm. Mm. Mm, you homophobe. No, I'm not a homophobe. Doesn't, I'm not threatened by any lifestyle. Nope. Because I was a sinner. I was the chief sinner of them all. I'm the worst of the worst. I'm the off-scouring. I take Paul's position. I'm the worst of them. I was going to hell in a handbasket, and God found me at the worst part of my life, and he saved me, and he placed a spirit within me, and he placed purpose in me, and I am not going to allow my community to go to hell. I'm not going to do everything I can to change so that we love one another.
Amen. I'm sorry I'm giving a commentary today. I've got one other thing I'm going to bring up, and then you guys can comment on that, and I'll try to be quiet. Let's do a station identification, yeah. break, Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're listening right now to 104.3 <laughs> FM, KSLM. It's on uh, on the Internet at yeah. kslm.news and also uh, 1220 AM. We are so grateful uh, for the ladies over and there true. and the whole team. Amen. And and we're really blessed by our listening audience. We appreciate you very much. And, and uh, you know, we we are really blessed that, that – uh, that you um, consider listening to us and and would receive the rebuke that you receive you get every week, Amen. <laughs> yes. But listen, it, the the words that we speak and and the heart that we have is that you would love your neighbor as yourself, Amen. Yeah. And what that means is that you won't let them uh, uh, destroy themselves or the community with with the the wickedness that is being pushed um, through politics and through policy and and through so many different ways the schools and everything this it's why we reveal a lot of the things that are going on politically is because we actually genuinely care about the community we we want this to remain a generational yeah. uh, uh you know area where uh families will will come and be blessed and and not cursed and divided and and uh you know wounded and injured and destroyed that's that's the work of the enemy all yeah, the I way. Saw, so I we're, saw that this week, and yeah, we're, so, we're, yeah. we're we are all about <laughs> and encouraging people to step into mm-hmm. the good thing that God has for them, and to well, be obedient to His direction and leading, which is is going to bring you into more blessing. Yeah, it's it's not gonna not gonna bring you into destruction and pain. Amen. The gifts that God has for His kids are blessing. They're they're uh are they're good gifts. And, and, um, you know, the, the thing is, is that the devil comes to kill, steal and destroy. And so, you know, when you, when you see those type of things, that's, that's why we're calling out the things as they are. This is destruction of family. This is stealing of innocence. This, this is absolutely a a killing. Uh, It's, it's, it's a murder of righteousness. Yep. You know, there, there is, there is no, not a good thing in it. Suicide is, you know, through the roof. Yeah. You know, of course we celebrate that in Oregon because you can go on your death tours. Mm. Um, you know, you, you don't even have to have a, you can just say, listen, I can't get rid of addiction out of my life. So you can pursue right. suicide and have it professionally done if right. you're, if you just can't deal with your your pain. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, in Oregon, they also passed a law just recently that you can't adopt children unless you agree with uh, the LGBTQA plus it's not agenda as all well. regulation a regulation yeah so nobody got to nobody got to vote on that no we didn't get to vote on it that's correct I'm sorry yeah. they they regulated it out so you have to agree to that or you cannot adopt children yep and you have to agree that um, in foster care you if <laughs> Nine-year-old kids have are are able to cross-dress with hormones, and if you don't agree with that as a foster care parent, you can't foster care. Mm-hmm. Yep, you have to sign a thing saying that you will allow those children to do whatever they want to do in the area sexually, or else you can't adopt or foster care. Right. Yep. Which words, eliminates not- a whole bunch of people in Oregon. Because it is not the majority in Oregon to agree to these things. It is actually a minority. Right. right. Yes. And now what you've done is you have excluded the majority of people to be able to take care of kids right. that is healthy. So right. any home that is moral doesn't believe in these things. Right. So now you remove kids out of a moral, safe home yep. and put them in a possibly yep. a home where... Things could happen that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so you say, well, you're talking a lot about the kids today and everything because mm-hmm. that's where the attack is. It, ex- mm-hmm. it exactly is, Pastor. That's the battlefield. That's your yes, battlefield right now is our right. children. Yes. It isn't in the adults. I mean, if mm-hmm. you want to be an adult and make a decision to say, I'm going to become a woman, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. That's That's on you. Right. But as soon as you tell me, I have to... I have to teach this doctrine to children. Mm. It is not my right to do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. I cannot push this agenda nor get behind this agenda. And if there's a time right now for Oregonians, share this whole podcast with people and say this. If there's a time right now for those that have any moral background, backbone in Oregon, yeah. now's the time to stand up against everything. Get out of your stinking lazy boy chair. Come on. Mm-hmm. Get out of your apathy and step up to the plate and begin to speak against these things in school boards, yeah. at the voting poll, all of those things. Because right now you can vote in people that have morality, no matter what their answer is today on the stupid thing that they're having. Yeah. Right. You stand up. If you have a moral backbone, then you need to say something. You need to start educating parents, your neighbors, your coworkers. Your your employees, mm-hmm. your your customers, your church members, your pastor of what is going on. Yeah. Like if your pastor doesn't listen to you in one meeting, then set up a scheduled meeting every week, every other day until they either kick you out of the church or they listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, from the pulpits, I call out pastors right now to start speaking against certain things that are attacking the morality of our children right. and of households right now. I call out pastors that they need to step up and they need to begin to proclaim what is right and what is wrong in our community. Yeah. Because we can cry out for revival pastors hey. and say God will you revive our churches. But God is looking to touch our city, our state and our nation. And until the church takes a moral stand against those things that are immoral, things are not going to change. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days, when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. And I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and bring you home again to your own land. Yeah. God is going to restore everything that needs to be restored. But there has to become the reason they went into captivity is because they were immoral and they took an immoral stance. Mm. Once the church takes a moral stance, says God says, I'll hear your prayer. That's right. He doesn't listen to the prayer of the immoral Christian. Right. Sorry. You've got to start growing up here and grow a pair. As pastors and take a stand in your community. If every pastor in this community would take a stand and say this abortion law, twenty two two thousand two, was was is immoral, and every pastor stood against it, and everybody in their congregation stood against it, it wouldn't pass. Nope. Remember, she said any age. Yeah, any age. Any age. Not ten year old. Any age. Right now, you have children that are having menstrual cycles at birth. Yep. Due because to the, uh, due, mm-hmm. due to the jabba dabba do ya. Well, it's a bioweapon, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just letting people know that there's an evil in the land that is trying to destroy your children and you just saying, you know what, school is like it was when I was. It's no, not. No, it's not. It's no. not. nothing like that. No. I, I have not. a grandson in, in, in high school here. Yeah. And uh, he's... Yeah. You have a call? Who's it? The uh so he is working on getting his driver's license so he can drive his uh little sister to school and uh the entire reason why he wanted to get his driver's license and worked really hard to get a car, okay, is so that his little sister does not have to go to Sprig Middle School. Period. That's his that's him. That's what he said. He's she she cannot go there. She will not survive it. Wow. That was his statement to me a couple days ago. Wow. All right. So Oregon lawmakers are doing everything yeah. they can to to destroy the Constitution. They're ignoring yeah. every constitutional thing there is. This yeah. new gun law they're trying to pass, blowing yeah. away the Constitution. Freedom it of speech. nothing to do with it. The Oregon Constitution is some of the strongest Second Amendment rights in there. And they're we're bypassing making, We're going to make them stronger, and they're pretending that that document doesn't exist. Yep. And when we reach that point um, where we – 
where we get to the where we get to the point you're going to have everyone's going to have to make a choice and the choice is not to divide yeah we do have a caller yeah so let's take let's take that call and then we'll uh, it's it, we just got to keep it short yeah pastor lou god bless you yeah. Uh, you know, you can't miss two weeks in a row because, uh, being able to talk about what's going on, uh, is, is vital and your blood pressure, I wouldn't want to take your blood pressure right now. Uh, and I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. And, and, and God bless you, but I, I want to say that the word is getting out there. More people are getting involved. What you're doing is happening. There is great reason to be angry uh, and passionate about what's going on in Oregon Mm -hmm. because of the Democrats and the ilk and and that stuff. But uh, let let me just say, Easter, Easter Sunday every year, I watched the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston, and it revitalizes me. But, hey, understand that, I, that there is a movement out there. It's getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and the whole thing. So God bless you, Pastor Lou. We missed you for the last two weeks. But please, please know that <laughs> our movement I'm is I'm actually growing. really chill. I'm just very passionate about this, and, you know, uh, the Bible says be angry and sin not. And, you know, there's a righteous indignation that we should have as believers in certain things that, that we're told we shouldn't have. And it's okay to be passionate about certain subjects. And so I get on these things, and you know, and I have two kids. I have a 14-year-old and I have a 6-year-old. And, you know, I want, I'm doing things for them. They're not going to take my rights away, just so everybody knows. You're not taking my rights away. Nope. I'm too old. Getting mine, mm-hmm. but my kids, my children, and my children's children. What kind of inheritance are we going to leave for them? Yeah, and so that's the, what I'm passionate about. When, especially when it comes to children, and because our children need to be protected. Yeah, and they need to be loved on, and they need to be encouraged. And they need to have a positive environment around them. Yeah, I was just talking with a, a young lady last night that that came out of being radicalized at the age of twelve. You know, she's raised out actually on a farm, but in the schools, mm-hmm. she was she was uh, turned yeah. towards all the um, you know uh, social justice stuff, whatever, all that we'll stuff, that. right? Yeah. So yeah. she ended up she ended up in a place where you know she was involved with Mexican uh, RA uh, Revolutionary Army that she had you know was with uh, eco terrorists, chaining herself to uh, logging equipment and all this stuff, right? <laughs> And, and and described herself as what was uh, a communist. Yep, that was her intent. That was yeah. where she grew up to be. And God got a hold of her, and and so now she's revealing that what the the agenda of all of this is absolutely at aimed at children. The the attack is one hundred percent on the children. Yeah, because if you can if you can by deception. And and you know the, these deceitful things that they're doing and making them think that they have um, that they have this this um, choice and that they ha- they have this power and that they have this um, you know this is a good thing for them all of these wicked things that are being pushed through mm. that that that's actually where uh, they're pushing this stuff in there to deceive and mislead the children so that the future they don't generation have the experience will, yeah. They can't so, speak up for themselves. Pre, yes, you get pressured into uh, the authority positions uh, in schools, uh, abuse that authority. Uh, and so when you when you start to go down that road, um, the only thing that you can do is pull your kids out. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Because. Uh, yeah, well, you know, money you, talks. If you don't, um, even even if you have the, the a teacher that doesn't believe in this stuff. Um, the system, the system is built this way right now mm-hmm. and without, um, a reset, a, a massive reset. And yeah. I don't know where the people come from. Okay. To replace the folks that are there right now, they're set, they're basically set in their ways. I, I, so how do is, you replace the there, entire there is, administration? How there, do you replace all the teachers that are, I, you know, I, I, 
in, what if you in don't? What if you don't, and you just go you with homeschooling, and you go with exactly. with private schools? You, you can replace it because a lot of the moral teachers have left and gone to public schooling, or I mean, private schools. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so yeah, they're, I they're I getting that. to, huh? I personally, yeah, know I know that. I, I personally know that also. You mm -hmm. know, uh, many of them have left and just gone to private education. Mm -hmm. And so, if you allowed there to be morality in the school, then they would gravitate back to the school again. I, I don't think there'd be a problem in replacing. I think what needs to happen is there needs to be a reset. And the only way it's going to be reset is they don't have enough funding to be able to fund the schools. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it, I don't think money's the issue. We're the one of the most expensive states when it comes per capita yeah. on students. Mm -hmm. um, but the to give you an, an idea about how messed up the agendas are as we pursue uh, a, abortion at any age, and uh, and gun control mm. at uh, for everyone. Um, I asked a question last week, and someone actually went and did research and brought me back the answer. Mm. Okay, and so in the United, this is across the United States, there are 106 abortions every second. Yeah, and there are 108 gun incidents every minute. So that means someone used a weapon in some form or fashion, and not someone died, right? but some form or fashion, 108 times. So there's a lot of people. We're third largest country population-wise. Okay. But 106 abortions every second, second. in okay. this country. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yet we're not worried about that. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're, hello. We're worried about, we're worried about the, the Second Amendment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and why? Well, every disarmed population in the world, okay, uh, has, well, let's put it this way. If you have a, if you have a disarmed population, you have genocide. If you have an armed population, you have a civil war. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm not advocating for any of that. No, no, we don't want any of that. And, and so that is, and I've seen that. We're, and it we're is about, horrific. We're about ready to go off here. So yes. um, what's going to happen is you're going to lead us into another subject here and we're going to go off. Yes. <laughs> so we need That's to, we need to, <laughs> we need to wind this up and just saying you need to get involved. Yeah. Just don't yes. keep your head in the sand thinking, you know, um, if up. I ignore it, it'll go away. Going away. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Same Amen. time. Yeah. Same channel. Love you all. Yes. Bye. That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.